0: Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. Bez Hashem, uh, BPJ shear number eight. This is the eighth shear for the joint group, uh, addressing both men and women. This is the third shear on uh, this book uh, called "The Four Habits of Joy-Filled Marriages." It has a lot of Tachin in it that's very important, and it will be very practical. And again, it's ideal if husband is on one group and the wife's on the other group. It'll work. A l- it'll work. Work very, very well. Uh, but even if only one of you is in either one of the groups, and you share this with your husband or with your wife, uh, the ideas here, then I believe it will be very, very beneficial. So, we talked about the idea of that part of the idea of getting a marriage better is to fill it with a certain simcha, a simcha sachayim, and... They have four basic habits that they discuss that could create, if you do this, to create that simcha that will bring the closeness and make the marriage better. Now, what's interesting is, is they have four habits. And in the four habits, the first one that we're going to discuss seems unusual for for a from person, seems superficial, shallow, but it really isn't. The habit number one that they say is called play together. And we'll talk about what that means. And explains very, very clearly that this is Avoidus Hashem. This idea of finding certain times, of sharing good times together, even mazeh, of extra hobbies and things that you do together in a kosher way, bowling, miniature golf, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is, board games together. Walks on, on a beach alone when it's, you know, okay to go, uh, go, go, and all those things. That type of thing, we take it for granted, but it is extremely important. I'll give you an example behind this, you know. People sometimes talk to me about that they want to feel, always feel productive, and they always want to do things, and when they, even on vacation, they need to learn, which is a wonderful thing, uh, because otherwise they feel a certain lack, but what? is known, and Rosh Hashiv has explained it, Rabbonim, Mechanchem all explained this, that there are periods of time where if you need that Menucha Sanefesh and you need to get away, and you take that space, that is healthy and in and of itself, avoditz Hashem. And when you experience burnout, for example, and then you go away on a vacation, even though technically there are hours, what you want to call, that may be what people say is Bittlesman. in essence it's not Bittlesman at all. If your kavana for it is, to clear your head, to get back your energy, to recharge your batteries, to get back back on track, then that itself is is a uh, wonderful, good thing, and, and that requires adequate rest, and all these things like that. Here it's even more so. When a couple spends time, even if they have a busy schedule, and works on having mamish, pure fun together in a kosher way, that itself is a Hashem. it enhances marriages greatly. Now they start off of course on a secular note, but so I'm going to talk about their their point and then we're going to expand upon it and how to apply it to us. So what they did was this this talks about a couple. they started dating and 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 again, this is again a non-jewish couple, so she likes something called figure skating. So he arranged to take her to special. Events that with with legendary people that were in 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 arenas where they had this figure skating, and because she loved that so much, that was a common location when they have date nights together. And even after they got married, they used to go to that place. And then she on in turn knew that he was a big hockey fan, so she learned everything she could about hockey. Started going to the games together with him, and. They didn't stop with ice skating and hockey. Now, he liked to fish, so she agreed to go fishing, even though that's not something she used to do. And the the, the, the wife liked art, so he went to art museums with her and learned the history of art, taking an interest in each other's issues and hobbies and passions, and they found more time to connect that way. Now, I know number one is we have busier lives. So we don't have time to have all these hobbies. Number two is: is we have a tafkid in life with taira, avida, gemilas chasadim. We have very important things we need to do with our lives. M- whether it's even just working, when you have to work, is a chiyev and it's a mitzvah. Babonis, helping them with the homework, all these tasks. So obviously, in a realistic way, it's not practical to say, especially if couples they're in a matziv. Some couples somehow are fortunate enough they have more time on their hands. But the ones that have less time on their hands, it's a little harder, or a lot harder, to have a lot of hobbies together. But nevertheless, what's extremely important is to find the time to develop those interests. And, you know, uh, in the non-Jewish world, they said, they had couples that build hobbies that they connected together. They did snorkeling and making ceramics, bird watching, gardening, camping, wine tasting, and on and on and on and on. And the key really is a snapshot on what you're doing. You'll learn an interest in what you're doing and enjoy that too. But the main purpose is, is that you're growing together. You have to find a list of ways where you can actually have fun together. And, and you do it, you talk about it, and find things that will give you a certain sipik on nefesh and a certain simchas simcha then it's very important. Now he she, he they take break this up, this playing together idea, into three sections. One is called special events, one is called relational sex, and one is called social routines. And I'm gonna explain what they mean by each one. Special events. What special events basically means what we talked about, shared hobbies and going to places where you experience those shared hobbies together or liking doing things together, even if it's just, uh, uh, you know, playing nakaki or or, or or miniature golf, weekly dates or anniversary celebrations or vacations, things that make not only you enjoy Bashas but it creates memories that you could share again together again and again. And sometimes anticipating that fun and planning and preparing is even... More gishmak, more enjoyable than the event it, it, itself. And I mentioned this above uh, a, a few times already, and it, it's very important. Now, sometimes it's not realistic if you have very young kids and to, to, to parcel them out, and especially young babies. And and we're gonna, you know, even if you could afford it and you're able to take off, uh, you know, it's a tremendous tercha to get away. But um, whatever could be done to try to get away, you can get away. People think that. You have to, um, when you go on vacation, you have to go all out, go to who knows where spend, who knows how much money, and go away for a very, you know, a week, two weeks straight and and, and go to somewhere exotic. It doesn't have to be that way. There are ways to, mamish enjoy vacations, these small vacations you can't take off a whole week, or you can't be away from the kids a whole week, even a two-day thing, two nights, whatever it is. Um, sometimes if you have a young child less than a year old a baby, then you 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 take them along if you don't have anyone else and it still could be very relaxing and enjoyable. And it's Kadai to try to put in the effort to do this from time to time. So this idea of having special time together. Even uh, uh, you know let's say you know even in a in a in a weekday but you slot out okay this evening we're gonna make clear we're gonna clear out this evening either get a babysitter for the kids, or figure something out, and we're going to go to a restaurant, we're going to go here, we're going to go there, and connect that way, and enjoy yourselves together. That's a very important thing. And if you have more time, and you're able to do figure out the things that you would enjoy together, or shared hobbies, shared interests, or develop a shared interest of what your wife or husband is interested in, that would be a wonderful thing. Now, with the next thing they talk about is relational sex. I'm not going to get too graphic over here, or anything like that. But in general, also, one needs to know that it's also Avaidus Hashem. The physical sexual relationship is also Avaidus Hashem. And when we say that, that there's an union of negative Kales Reish, that's something that is true, and that's something that has to be taken consideration. There has to be a certain aura of that this is something very special and unique, and, and and in that sense, you take it seriously. But the idea that even within um, the physical sexual relationship, there could be and there should be certain playful aspects to it in a good-natured way with each other, which I'm not going to get into, like I said, at some point in time. We will get more into it. But the idea is is recreationally to simply enjoy each other that is also a mitzvah, and that brings the Shechena down as well. This idea of enjoying the physical-sexual relationship together. Where you talk about each other's needs and how to fulfill them, and to plan it in advance sometimes. Plan sometimes, you figure out ways where, you know, sometimes it will be on a vacation, sometimes it's it's when you know they'll, you'll be more rested that particular day because it's a lighter day or you'll maybe take a nap earlier or whatever it is or the hu- husband could get home from work a little earlier and to slot the extra night and maybe the kids go to sleep early or or figure out a way where you you designate a, a special night with each other where you you work on you prepare you anticipate towards it you hint to each other about it and enjoy that very, very much with each other. and That's very important. Now, there are many reasons why physical intimacy and more than that, having fun, playful, enjoying each other with physical intimacy is sometimes a problem in marriage. Sometimes it could be st- sexual trauma from the past, unfortunately. Khalilah shouldn't happen to anybody. Sometimes there is emotions you know, negative emotions from other things coming up or or um, physically lacking the desire sometimes. And, and there's many reasons why it could, you know, there could be reasons why you wouldn't find it enjoyable. Another reason is, unfortunately, that people turn towards, they're not careful with their eyes, loisasuru. And I, just, I don't just mean men, I mean women also. Pornography, for example, if uh, if you fall into pornography... And we had Shiorim in the feedbacks and other Shiorim in the main um, groups, how that could seriously damage the physical, intimis, intimate life between a husband and a wife. And it's well known that that is a fact, not just on the man's side, which is obvious, but even, but even on the women's side, they also get damaged by watching pornography and going into that. It could have a profound negative effect on a couple's sex life, and therefore... What it does really is, is it turns sex into a performance rather than a bonding experience, and um, basically, some some women they write, even I'm talking about even in the secular world, they felt dirty. You know, they 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 after sex with their husbands, they felt dirty. Why did they feel dirty? Because they're recreating those videos that they saw in pornography in their head. And in the secular words, some of them watch pornography together, which is the most stupid thing in the world. Think that would help their sexual lives together, but it doesn't promote it. it doesn't promote it's. It. We talked about how why in more detail, which we're not getting into now, but certainly has zero to do, and it has a negative effect on relational sexual connection, which is the purpose of bonding, of viewing a connection of mutual fulfillment with each other, to give to each other, not just selfish self-gratification. And that is a very, very important point. The idea of spending time beforehand, before you actually are engaging, expressing appreciation, talking to each other warmly, touching each other in a slow way, start to engage in a slow way, more time to cuddle before and after, uh, and to help each other have uh, the most pleasant experience possible. That creates a tremendous kesher between the two, and it could create a special simcha and enjoyment and fun. And avaidus Hashem could be fun too. There's no stira abey especially between a husband and a wife. Then the third thing they talk about is social routines. Social routines. I think they mean more not like social life outside, but they mean more the social activity between the two of them to talk to each other and to engage in each other in a healthy way and um, to build communication with one another or taking daily walks together as a start for uh, that something that will begin to bond the two together. And one thing they bring in advice when it comes to communicating between a couple, very, very important to establish two rules for the end of the day. This is very, very important. I think it's important... Whether it's the nida period and physical intimacy is not happening, but it's especially true when physical intimacy will happen. In either case, this is a healthy rule. And rule number one is, whatever your bedtimes are, and we're going to talk about a different time when the bedtimes vary with one another, but hopefully for most people it's aligned more or less. So assuming for now that that's the case, that you stop talking about your problems and tasks and responsibilities for a half hour before you even go into bed. Meaning you need to, at at some point in time, you could talk till that point about things you have to do, issues that are coming up, you know, taking care of things, whatever you need to do. But then you pick a time, whatever it is. If your bedtime is, let's say 11, generally speaking, and you start unwinding a little before that, 1030, whatever, everyone's different. You make a decision that for the half hour way before you go to bed, that's it. We shut it the problems, the issues, the the serious things of who's doing this and that, unless it's something you have no choice, you just remembered something. But other than that, you stop talking about problems and issues. Tomorrow's another day. And that way, when you go to bed at that point, that part shut down and you're able to communicate on a more calm level with one another, a more that the problems are, we're not, we're not escaping the problems or the issues. But right now, is not the time for it. And we calm our minds. First of all, it's easier like to go to sleep that way. And 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 that's very, very helpful. The time where it's the Torah period to also uh engage with each other and, and and enjoy each other, even play a game with each other, board game, whatever it is, and share appreciation with one another, and just make the last half hour, 45 minutes before actually going to bed and closing the lights, a very pleasant experience. And even in the nida period, you do it in a menshlicha way, in friendly conversations, and that also creates the bond. You do it in a kosher way, in a nida period, where you have normal, healthy conversations that you're allowed to have. That is more a relaxed tone and a more of a of a calm tone. And that changes the whole atmosphere of the night. And we'll talk later about also Kriya malamita and the learning. And that's a separate issue of how to really enhance the evening hours before you go to sleep, no matter how tired you you are and no matter how hard of a day that you may have. And many, many couples make this mistake. They go to bed talking about problems, planning tasks. And what happens is two things. Number one is they end up sleeping very poorly. They don't sleep well because their mind is still racing from all these things you talked about right before going to bed. And number two is, and it creates stress in the marriage that you don't connect as as effectively that way, especially those nights where you know you're going to be intimate with one another. Then it's very important, but I think it's important no matter what, even if you're not intimate that night, but even if, especially if you are, to put it aside a half-hour 45 minutes, I would say, even before you're you're going to go to sleep or even half hour before you're going to engage in the intimate activity to shut it down, meaning not discuss problems or things anymore. That's for before. Right now, we wind down and talk more about neutral things and fun things and more pleasant things. Another idea behind all of this, which we talked about, this play-together habit, which seems, I said, when you read the words, is shallow, superficial, or not the tachlis, is false. Because all of this playing together, which he discussed here, creates a friendship, a deep friendship, which is a foundation of any great marriage and all great marriages. And one of those keys in friendship is this idea that you do need that playful side together. You need to figure out ways to actually have fun. That fun is not kalis reish. That fun is not heilalus. That fun is not pairik oil. Adaraba. This type of fun which we're describing here is something that causes inner simcha. It's something that causes the shechinet to come down. It's using the physicality in a way that I'm using it to make each other happy, and using the goof to make each other happy. Similar to why Purim we drink wine, or Yantata, we we drink wine. Very Gashmiyistika thing, wine. You know, not not overdoing it with it, obviously, but doing enough to get you into the Simcha dika mode or 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 Enoch Shavas with good foods, this idea of friendship and between a husband and wife, planning special events, practicing this type of intimacy that also has an element of fun and enjoyment with one another, and these activities with each other, certainly helps greatly in a marriage. And what I'm going to do over here is, and it talks about over here also, the idea of hormones and... Uh, and um, that The bonding hormones, that's in, 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 in the way to personalize joy by telling our brains that our spouse is a source of joy for us. And that connects each other. That makes us feel uh, kesher with one another. And again, very important, not just the actual physical act itself of, of the sexual intercourse, but the skin-to-skin contact, also creates a tremendous healing feeling between a couple. I'm going to believe put down um, and, and copies of exercises um, of things to practice this playing together. It's good to read this very carefully. Couples should talk about this together and give this a try. And not just do it once and give up, but really, really try to do this. Um, one of the things is the tone of voice with one another, and um, um, when your eyes sort of light up when you see each other, there's a way to practice that, and um, they talk about it as well. Cuddling, reminiscing about favorite memories, sometimes playing music that you both enjoy. There's other things over here that you should really read and then actually practice doing on all elements of this. Talks about um, um, physical connection, talks about Dates, uh, you know, and the relational aspects of it, the intimate parts, which you'll read on your own, and certain private things that 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 is kedai to do with each other and for each other, that are described in these um, these exercises. So I really do me. If, I want to ask a personal favor, especially if husband and wife are both listening to this. Sheer. Um, this is share If even one of you is on to have the other one listen to it, and try to make copies of these exercises, and actually do your best to practice them in the tarot period when you're available to do it. To really, really do this, the relationship, a, 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 relational aspects of it obviously could only do, be done when you are allowed to be physically intimate. Obviously, the date night aspects could be done in all, all, all times of the month and, and, and um, the connection, the friendship part could be as well. And uh, Mest Hashem will continue um, discussing these habits that could create simcha in a marriage, uh, Mest Hashem, in the upcoming shiurim.